Is it true? Is it true? Is it true? Is it true? Yes, is it true? Is what true? There <laughs> <laughs> was a lot there, wasn't there? <laughs> and we can suggest based on that, that the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000 was actually achieved through one of the earliest and one of the largest pizza deliveries. And so they launched what was a sort of Eurovision gospel contest. And from all the submissions, the council chose four. Three from Israel, who therefore had a very successful competition, and one from Greece. And that was how we got what we now have as the complete New Testament. We have recently stumbled across some meteorological research, which suggests that there was a series of very harsh winters in the Middle East in the early part of the first century. And some eminent scholars have deduced that when we read of Jesus walking on water, this was actually because the lake they were on was completely frozen. And he was simply walking on the ice. And this week we turn our attention to the Last Supper. We've been studying the famous painting of that supper by Leonardo da Vinci and it appears to us pretty evident that there are (laughs) that there are a number of onion barges on the table and that therefore suggests that the last supper was actually a takeaway curry from the very popular Jerusalem Tandoori restaurant and on this occasion we turn to the Old Testament and specifically the book of Daniel Because it seems that there is lots of circumstantial evidence that Daniel, when taken into exile in Babylon, was actually part of a touring variety show, seemingly surviving being put in a furnace and being helped, it appears, by a glamorous assistant, probably Debbie McGee. And then a little later, we find Daniel himself showing off his lion-taming skills, which were, of course, such a popular part of the variety show. Yes, is it true? And this time we have unearthed some scholarly research surrounding the exodus of the Israelites from Mm. Egypt. And there is a suggestion that rather than seeking to flee Egypt entirely, the Israelites had organised a large beach barbecue (laughs) on the banks of the Red Sea. And they found a good spot on top of a shoreside hill, which then, we are told in the book of Exodus, served as a guide to the Israelites as they were able to see the fire from the barbecue by night and a smoke coming off the barbie by day. This is all described in Exodus chapter 14, by the way. And this time we have unearthed a very intriguing story concerning Jesus himself. Now, we hear of Jesus going to Jerusalem with his parents when he was 12, but then we hear nothing more until he starts his public ministry. And there appears to be some support for the theory that contrary to his father's wishes for him to be in the carpentry business, Jesus actually spent several years running Nazareth's most successful greengrocers. And this time we have a pretty straightforward question relating to the Bible. It concerns wise old King Solomon. And the brilliant book of 1 Kings chapter 11 tells us that Solomon had 700 wives and 300 concubines. So, is that true? Because, even ignoring the concubines, there are some practical considerations. In having 700 wives, Solomon would have had to spend the entire year doing nothing but getting married. And then, of course, with a household of that size, there would have been significant logistical issues with, shall we say, the bathroom. And this time we have heard of some stunning new archaeological evidence in Jerusalem. And this has led to the conclusion that Jesus himself was particularly skilled at playing the banjo. I don't know if Jesus was... (laughs) 
Yes, is it true? And this time I would like to turn to the suggestion that camping is an important part of the Bible's story and therefore of the Christian faith. This all stemmed from me reading some very scholarly analysis of the time when Jesus was very young and King Herod was on the warpath and an angel warned Mary and Joseph to flee to Egypt in a small caravan. Is it true that camping is part fundamental part of the Bible? Yes. Absolutely not. <laughs> Complete twaddle. Is it true that those feet in ancient time walked upon England's mountains green? No. (laughs) (laughs) We do have a little theory for you that we have heard concerning Jonah. But we have heard it on good authority that what then ensued was the subject of a mistranslation in the Bible and that what actually happened was that Jonah ended up in Wales. So, is it true, is it true, is it true, is it true, is it true? It is alleged that when the wise old owls of the church were deciding on an approved version of the Bible, there was significant lobbying by the then powerful society for the promotion of donkeys at the expense of horses. Is it true? Yes, (laughs) it's true. Take a pew.